0: freedom
1: freedom freedom over fame freedom over f- cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcasts and video podcasts subscribe share like comment and rate us can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you today's episode it's the sibling happy hour I'm with my sis jay andrea we're gonna be talking about some political stuff some social media stuff definitely some stuff that's funny but first things first what up sis what up brother man look i'm dying
0: what okay why
1: this pollen is Killing me.
0: Listen. (laughs) I bought a blue car. It's currently green because there's yellow pollen on it. Just mix it together.
1: (laughs) I'm mad. I'm mad you really did the color mixing.
0: Yeah. Well, I went to kindergarten, so I know (laughs) that yellow and blue makes green.
1: (laughs) What's blue and red make? Purple. Yeah okay. Now I was just checking. I was blue you and was green mate. Checking me? Huh? It was blue and green mate.
0: It don't nothing. It
1: make yellow. See that's what you don't even blue know.
0: Blue and green don't make yellow.
1: <laughs> look, I it don't well, that matter.
0: Knows, ladies and gentlemen, that was, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I'm for real out here. I'm literally dying. Yeah. And and crypto, oh, boy, I love that dog so much, but he's a pain in my ass. Let me tell you, how, this morning, I'm taking him for a walk. Mm-hmm. In the morning, he'd like to get in there, do what he need to do, and get back. Any walk, he'd like to get up, go out there, do what he need to do, and get back. Right. This particular morning, it's like 85 degrees out here in D.C., so that means like 7 o'clock this morning. It was like 65, 70. I got a sweatshirt on, not because it's cold, but because I'm trying to block the pollen from yeah. landing on my bald head and getting on my face. Right? Sure. Yeah. So there's this little patchy area. Uh, where, you know, I, I, this little doggy trash can where everybody throw the poop at, Mm -hmm. but there's also a lot of trees over there. Mm -hmm. Crypto don't normally be sniffing around over there. It's like, okay, you about to throw this trash out. We about to go back in the house. I'm going to go back to sleep. That's what crypto is saying. Right. We go over there and he start sniffing around all over the place and I'm just looking at him. And as I'm looking at him, I literally see what looks like it's snowing, but it's pollen Mm-hmm. Just coming down, and I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, you need to hurry up. My eyes are swelling. I'm sneezing. You know what's also scary about this time of season? What? All the sneezing, because you know I yeah. got stomach issues, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, and I'd be scared, like the sneeze is gonna turn. I'm gonna poot on myself.
0: That's a real fear, <laughs> and, I, I, and that's, you don't
1: understand. You sneeze. That's a real fear.
0: That's you habitually
1: fair. sneezing over and yeah. over and over again. A fart's gonna a fart is gonna happen.
0: Now, do you are you taking allergy medication
1: regularly? Jay, let me tell you something. I take a benadryl every night because this is my allergies is year round. I can't breathe.
0: I'm gonna let you know something now. I'm gonna stop you right now because you take a benadryl every night, you have built up a tolerance to it. I'm telling you right now, Benadryl probably don't work for you no more. No,
1: it still knocked me out. Benadryl, it takes a couple hours to kick in, but it still knocked me out. But you know I got a high tolerance.
0: Regular going to sleep. Benadryl (laughs) doesn't take (laughs) A couple hours to knock you out.
1: No, you know I got a high tolerance for substances. You know this.
0: Yeah, no. Benadryl is going. It's either going to be in that 30 minutes or it's not going to happen. No, it's it, not it happening. happens. You're just regularly falling asleep. That's no, just no normal it hits me like asleep.
1: a ton of bricks. I don't know. I don't regularly fall. That's anyway. called
0: exhaustion. <laughs> That's not... I, I got to say, I don't think the Benadryl's... I don't think it's working for you anymore. I think you need to
1: switch brands. What other brand besides Benadryl can I I take take, every night? I take
0: Zyrtec. I take Zyrtec every day.
1: Wow. I don't know. I I don't have
0: any problem because I'm allergic to dogs. I got Roni. I don't have any problems. Why? Because I take a Zyrtec every day.
1: I'm allergic to dogs too. So we both got that problem. Okay. Well, the Benadryl, I like the pink pill. Allergy
0: medicine for the everyday person. (laughs) Just in case.
1: <laughs> all right. But I take a Benadryl every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I take a shower before I go to bed. We talked about that already. Yeah. I don't know you yeah. nasty people not taking showers before you get in bed. Just bring the outside into your sheets. All in your sheets. All in your sheets. All up in the sheets. If you also- want to be clean, jump in the shower.
0: Also, I'm anti-flat sheet. But we can talk about that later. Okay. You don't need it. This big sheet telling you that you need a flat sheet. You don't need a flat sheet.
1: I like just wash your
0: I, just wash your duvet cover.
1: Uh, I don't know about all that, but you, I, I have a spread year round because I keep my yeah. room cold. Because I never
0: <laughs> sleep without a full duvet. <laughs> I don't care if it's <laughs> the middle of summer. It could be the middle of July, a hundred thousand degrees outside. My room is freezing and I have a duvet on my bed. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> yeah. just what it is. Yeah.
1: So I take a Benadryl every night. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's year round. Mm-hmm. So at this time of the season, I also have antihistamine eye drops. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I take those. I mm-hmm. got a natty pod. Right. I a finally. Natty pot. That's what I said.
0: You said natty pod.
1: I, I said natty pot. Uh, okay. You're going to stop correcting me all the time. <laughs>
0: Just for the Just listener, mostly because I want the listeners to know that I know it's a neti pot. <laughs> like I'm nodding along, but I need them to know that I know mm-hmm. you and I know,
1: <laughs> listener, that this is a netting pot. Look, stop because my eyes are watering <laughs> right now. I don't know, but this is pollen season. So yeah. I got the the eye drops. I got the, got me some Flonase earlier today mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. also That's a help. saline. Because you they say you take Flonase like this time of year, you could do it every day. But I need also that saline because yeah, a nice saline you know, rinse. Oh, uh, and, and, and it doesn't matter. I do all that stuff mm-hmm. and, and I'm getting through the day, but around this time each night, because for those of, of you that don't know, we record the Friday happy hour show on Thursday nights. Um, my eyes start tearing, start watering, get puffy. My face will get puffy and it's just like, oh, it's it's that time to like take that Benadryl again. Oh, and now no. I also take a, a twenty-four hour uh, Zyrtec.
0: Okay, that's what I was gonna say because you le- you had like a whole list of stuff, mm-hmm. and what was not in there was an allergy medication.
1: Benadryl is an allergy medication. Benadryl
0: is an antihistamine. It's not actually an allergy. It's not specifically for your allergies.
1: Well, well, well.
0: It's an antihistamine. I said, he's got this long list, and he ain't named allergy medication Yes. Yeah, you need a Zyrtec.
1: I'm doing all that stuff, and it ain't helping. And then I, was, I saw a report on NBC News. Also, side note, for people that want to get news, you don't get news on Fox News. You don't get news on MSNBC. You don't get news on CNN. You get news on ABC News. NBC News, CBS News. Those are news organizations that are just giving you news, not commentary, mm-hmm. strictly news. So if or you, you want to read the paper, uh, 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 even the paper has a right or left leaning slant.
0: Yeah. If you're reading the opinion section, but not if you're reading a reputable,
1: well, newspaper. they'll say they'll say like I'm here in Washington DC, so they'll say the Washington Times is a right leaning uh, paper and the Washington Post is a left leaning paper. And mm-hmm. depending on you know which which paper you read, they'll have certain articles and other uh, people have certain articles. So if I guess if you want to get the news, you can read both of them and decide what you want to get. But I just pay attention to ABC, CBS, and NBC News that just give you the real raw news. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's my little detour. NBC News, they were like, yeah, the reports are saying
0: mm-hmm.
1: the pollen season started 20 days earlier this year. Yes, it did. And will last 10 days longer. I said, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. That's a whole extra month. April normally kicks my ass. And the thing
0: that- is, we ain't got no bees. Who is pollinating these flowers?
1: Maya, Maya, the bee ain't nowhere around.
0: What, what, the bees are damn near dead. Well, so who is pollinating these flowers? What is, <laughs> what, what is going on?
1: Look, hold on. I don't know I how know. this
0: process goes. Yeah,
1: I mean uh, photosynthesis. Uh, yeah. that, is, that is not how it goes either. Don't shake your head like you know photosynthesis. Is not, I don't know. It's not how that goes. I don't uh, know. I, I don't know how it goes, but there are bees out because I was on a I was on my evening walk yesterday, and the big bumble the fat bumblebees, which mm-hmm. I don't think are really dangerous, but it don't matter. It's a bee, and it's, if it's flying close to me, I'm gonna swat. I'm gonna do my little uh, Muhammad Ali shuffle to try yeah. and get the hell out the so hell of the way. There's hella at
0: my house. <laughs> Literally, if you're looking for bees in North America in the 48 contiguous states, come to my house because they're all up here. <laughs> All of them are here, all the bees. <laughs> Every time I walk out the front door, it's eighty-five bumbles in my face. All the bees are here.
1: If you're do, they, do they do uh, they stab Ronnie? No. Okay. All right. Tender Ronnie. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh. So that's what's going on with me. I'm dying.
0: Yeah. No. I feel you. Um. If I, I take this Zyrtec daily year round, so even when the seasons change things like that I'm typically okay my nose has been running a little bit um but I'm I'm pretty pretty much okay
1: Jay your nose has been running for 38 years
0: Yeah but then I had those three surgeries it
1: <laughs> do we want do to <laughs> tell the story of that of my nose running No of of the doctor the the x-rays and all that stuff and the doctor
0: could tell we could tell them after hour that's we could do
1: that <laughs> all right <laughs> all right <laughs> it's an interesting story about the time my sister uh what was it x-rays got x-rays on your nose mm-hmm. and the doctor talking to us about it but we're gonna tell that story on after hours uncensored on no Paton surgery
0: page. when they actually opened me up and they saw my my nose and uh it was a very interesting conversation with my parents.
1: <laughs> but you can you can listen to that on after hours uncensored on our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash unsolicited perspectives.
0: Plug, 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 plug.
1: That's what we do around here for five dollars a month to get all that content. There's a lot of it's some good stuff on there. You can hear us cussing and just talking just general-ish. Yeah. So what else is going on with you? Anything else before we get into the heavy stuff?
0: No, I got I got a surgery coming up. I don't know if you've seen my wristband.
1: I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that stuff. That's the reason why I didn't bring it up because that's personal. So I I didn't know.
0: No, I don't have a problem. You know, I want to talk about it, and the reason is why. So I'm having bariatric surgery, and the reason why I want to talk about it is the last thing I want is for the viewers to see me over the next couple months steadily getting smaller and smaller and think I'm on that stuff. I'm not. I I got bariatric surgery i'm having bariatric surgery on monday to get my weight under control i just had the uh the pre-admission testing done today they made me wear this wristband that i have to wear till monday so if y'all see me flailing you're like why she got that hospital bracelet on that's why that's what i got going on but i will be here next week you don't think i will
1: no i don't think you will
0: but i think that i definitely will be here next week
1: okay well We'll Once see. Once again, I, I don't think that you will, <laughs> and and that's the reason why I want to record two episodes a day that you say that you don't want to do, which I understand because neither do I. I yeah. don't want to record two. I don't want to be on. I don't want to be doing this for two hours, which right. it would take to record two regular happy hour episodes and then two of the after hours episodes. I don't mm-hmm. want to do that, mm-hmm. but I also think that you ain't gonna make it next week. And let me tell you what's gonna happen. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is going to be, when this releases tomorrow, it's going to be a 37th episode. Yeah. I released the 38th episode on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I released the 39th episode next Friday, which is supposed to be another sibling happy hour and yeah. then the 40th episode. Right. Yeah. And I don't know what I have planned for that 40th episode yet. I, I, okay. I feel like it should be something important, but I I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. But I know because of email and comments that people send in and they don't get their damn sibling happy hour. It's an uproar. And I'm like, (laughs) and I'm like, y'all do understand. This is unsolicited perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Yeah. I have a sibling happy hour with my sister. There's a whole other show as far as, you know, uh, unsolicited perspectives. Good show. Right. That I do interviews with interesting people people like these are <laughs> these, these are not some people that i just meet on the street and say hey man come talk to me no these are Way interesting people, people
0: way too many people think sibling happy hour is the show this is, right. not, the show. <laughs> this is not the show it's not the show it's
1: it's a part of the show it is yeah. a part of the show it is a weekly I'm a part guest,
0: of the Yes, y'all like i just really want to i really want to bring that point home like if you look at the logo i'm not on it it's it. not on it at all
1: not on at all and i and i joke i joke with you all the time i'm like when this show sells they're yeah. gonna be like, so uh, we're gonna want your sister on the show too, and I'm gonna be like, oh, I don't know if she's gonna go for that, but I always say it's a check. If it's a, a check. check. If yeah. a check amount come, I'm like, oh yeah, if y'all offer yeah. enough money, she'll do this. <laughs> so.
0: I already do it for free, so I'm definitely gonna do it for money.
1: You do it out of love.
0: Free. <laughs> Freely, <laughs> but yeah, I've, 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 you've been telling me about that. People think that this is the show.
1: This <laughs> is not the show. <laughs> the only, the only other thing, not the only other thing. There have been some positive feedbacks from a lot of the interviews I've done. But I will say the most, the most feedback I've gotten from the interviews mm-hmm. have been this, the Madam interview, which yeah. Olivia was great. But I'm not talking about sex on every episode. <laughs> not, right. This is not going to be a Jerry Springer right. episode. I think I think that was an important subject. I'll be interviewing uh, a former porn addict that's written a lot of books. That'll be interesting. I also interviewed Dr. John, who's a doctor and written a lot of books on welfare mm-hmm. and, and 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 fostering children. And gave a lot of information about children trafficking. Look, I'm a teacher at heart. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So we're going to talk about stuff and you're going to learn something. It can't be all jokes. And then people, I was talking to some, I was talking to two people earlier. They listen all the time and and they're going to know that I'm talking about them. And they were like, we just like the banter between me and and you and your sister. And I was like, yeah, it's been built over 38 years. Yes. Yes. The banter is going to be great. But also, it ain't all jokes. We just like the band. T- I was like, you know, we talk about serious stuff, too. Yeah, I like the way y'all talk about serious stuff and then and bring it up and down throughout the episode. I'm like, okay
0: <laughs> again, <laughs> all right, this ain't the show, people.
1: Well, I got a feeling there's gonna be unsolicited perspectives with Bruce Anthony and Jay Andrea.
0: No, I think even, even in that, even in the instances <laughs> that we get picked up and get sponsors and stuff. It's still, I'm not gonna appear on. This. So I have an hour. You know, I have a life too. You know, like, I, I <laughs> and you are more than capable of carrying your own show because you right? do. I do carry
1: Literally, do. But you know what the problem is? The problem is, I should have had them interviews first. See, putting y'all behind the scenes. This is typically an after hours, uncensored subject. But I'm gonna let y'all know, right? I was gung ho about getting this show started and I said, I'm just going to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do it because I knew that I could, I could push this off for eternity and I had, I had for 10 years going all the way back to talking about doing an internet radio show. No, damn it. Almost 20 years.
0: Yeah. It's been a minute. It's been a
1: long minute. So I was like, no, I'm just going to do it. right." The interviews, I was like, I don't know about these interviews. I think I just want my show to establish my identity. But Jay, I think you need to do a show with me. OK, I'll do a show with you. And it was the first show. So everybody was like, oh, this is the show. And I'm this like, is
0: the show. yeah, no, that was the problem. You no. should have done the solo show first.
1: Yeah, no, no, because the first show was good. Well, the, the, the second first show. Man, like, the first, the first the show was first good too. Show that we aired, yes. Yeah, the first show was good, but that is what it is. But you know, hey, you stuck. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, i not you stuck. And the, people was like, when your sister coming back?" I was like, "She was just on last week." Yeah, <laughs> I'm on every week, guys. Like every
0: Friday, I'm here.
1: So, oh, but there was one time I did the sibling happy hour on a Tuesday instead of a Friday. And, and I didn't label it as the sibling happy hour, which, by the mm-hmm. way, ladies and gentlemen, if you're paying attention to the titles of the episodes, it's never really labeled the sibling happy hour. It's sibling happy hour is in the descriptions. Yeah. It's never, the, the title of the episode is never. But you the know, you got to label it for
0: people. You know, you got to label it for
1: them. Uh, you know what? And, and it was on Tuesday instead of a Friday. And people was like, Where's the Sibling Happy Hour? I was like, you got it. It was a show with me and my sister early (laughs) in the week. (laughs) My sister was on it. I was like, so you ain't listened, did you? It's It's some people that listen to the Sibling Happy Hour and then go back and listen to the interviews. And I'm like, oh, you're not even listening in chronological order? Like, Right. In the interviews, because I bringing up at the conversation. Happy hour, I'm bringing up things from your interviews. Yeah. Like so, it, it, it's like and that's and that's what make them go back and be like, Oh, I need to listen to the interview. So 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 in the simple happy hour, you just need to be plugging these interviews. I guess that's just what it I is. I guess.
0: <laughs> well, you had a very excellent uh conversation uh with it was Dr. John.
1: Dr. John, yeah. Yes. Now, he was a good dude. He had an interesting yeah. life. Look, this is a man. That started out in a, basically, not, it wasn't a traveling circus, but it was a traveling show, Mm -hmm. traveled all across the world, entertaining, met his wife, they got married, they unfortunately, the first child that they tried to have that didn't make it, they ran away and lived on an island for an entire year, Mm -hmm. came back, settled down there in Georgia, in your neck of the woods. Yep got right got not right but got into the church they fostered not hundreds i think he said 60 mm-hmm. over the, over the course of his lifetime 60 yeah. they had three kids of their own they adopted three other kids and fostered a whole number of kids and he also did professional wrestling before all that stuff. So I was like this is this is inter- like this is yeah. you this is interesting. Because people's paths are very
0: rarely <laughs> linear. Like people go all over the place and then end up where they are. And right. so they typically have a really interesting story. So even if you see in the description that we're talking about the foster care system or or what have you. Still listen because these people's stories are really really interesting
1: and And you said about. we
0: me. <laughs> it's me. Oh, me. me. I'm just no, yeah, the I'm, it's I'm even the royal we.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, we sick.
0: You, know, no. like, you know,
1: like. And there have been times where I wanted my sister to be on the interviews, but my sister got a, got, well, we both got real jobs. And this yeah. is, she don't take this as seriously as I do.
0: I do take a stock at my notes.
1: No, I, I'm talking about as serious as, as much work as I'm putting in.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't put
1: <laughs> any work into this.
0: well i won't say i don't put any work in yeah you put work i do i do my research and i do everything you give me the show topics i do the research so i can come here and not sound like a complete jackass So (laughs) that's i do work i do work
1: hey first of all i work i work (laughs) if y'all don't get that watch it uh
0: D Ray Davis.
1: D Ray Davis power play. Was that? I think it was
0: power play, yes.
1: Yeah, power play stand up. It was funny. But okay, all jokes aside, we're about to get into some serious stuff and one quick break. All right, sis, we had our little joking around. Let's get to a serious topic. Yeah. Tennessee.
0: There's no song for Tennessee, is there?
1: Yes, yeah, Tennessee. Where
0: are we going? Oh, Take yeah. Take me to another. Arrested the, the government. To... You're absolutely right. Yeah, you're yeah, absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. And
1: I'm sure 8 Ball and MG, MJG made a song about Tennessee. Yeah, you know, sure. I mean, it's Memphis, but we ain't talking about great hip hop artists. We're talking yeah. about the legislator down there in Tennessee. And we brought it up a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the two boys' names? Justin and uh, JJ?
0: They're both Justin. They're JJ, the, I the had Justin. it right. Yes, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson.
1: Yeah, JJ, yes. I had it right. Justin and JJ. Does he go by JJ? Okay. I, it, look, what black know. people? What black people you know got a first and a last name with the same initial and don't go by double something? I and think JJ it only works
0: for J's. It man.
1: does really only work for JJ. <laughs> <laughs> like, I
0: was thinking
1: about it, I was like <laughs> TT. That's TT. Oh, TT, yeah. Yeah, the TT. TT yeah. All right. All right. Well, anyway, they were expelled mm. because if you listen to some right-wing news organizations, they were initiating an insurrection.
0: Yeah. They compared it to January 6th.
1: Jan- Nobody died. No one. As far as I can uh, tell, there was no property that was destroyed. It wasn't based on a lie. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't based on a lie. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Uh <laughs> absolutely I will say I believe that a lot of people from January sixth actually believe.
0: Oh no, they fully th- hold Yeah, they believe, believe that, th- that they, yeah. they, they
1: didn't think it was a lie, but we know it was a lie. Right. We're talking about January sixth. Not with these three people.
0: It was the three. J's, yeah.
1: The JJs normally get, you know, they've gotten all the credit because they were the ones that were actually expelled.
0: Yes, but there's uh, also Gloria Johnson, who yeah, is
1: Miss Johnson.
0: Yes, she's a representative out of Knoxville, retired teacher, and has been uh, in the House of Representatives for ten years.
1: She down for the clause. She she's invited to the cookout. She invited to the cookout. Mm-hmm. She invited to the cookout. Yes. Uh, so they expelled them because they said that they basically were causing an insurrection and that they were scared. That's basically what it was. Uh,
0: well, they they're what they stated was they violated the rules of decorum and that that deserved some sort of consequence but they took a very heavy-handed approach that they do not like this kind of thing expelling people from the house of representatives this does not happen like
1: actually it literally just happened yesterday in Arizona they expelled well i mean in
0: Tennessee so in Tennessee yeah, Tennessee, yeah. it's only happened like twice since the civil war and it were It was people who were involved in some sort of criminal misconduct, right? So this is not something that they take lightly. This is, this is a serious punishment
1: for mm-hmm. violating
0: the rules of decorum.
1: decorum and and, and, uh, and what does that actually mean?
0: They were speaking when they were not uh well, so what happened was hundreds of people, this is following, this is coming on the hills of the mass shooting at Covenant School.
1: Uh, The shooting where the three kids were killed and the three adults were killed. Correct. Yes.
0: So you've got now Tennessee is this uh, center for the gun control debate. So Democrats want gun control. Republicans are calling for more guns in school by strengthening security. So you have protesters descending onto the Capitol demanding gun control reform. And Jones, Pearson and Johnson all march to the well of the chamber, which is the front part of the chamber where you can speak with bullhorns leading chants with protesters calling for gun control so because they were not called on to speak they violated the rules of decorum and so they were stripped of their committee assignments they were given the very cool and part of me wants this to happen to me one day but like also not but they were given the very cool, like, they were called the Tennessee Three. You know, like, nobody, <laughs> I don't really want, I can't, part of we me. Have, we have we have one. The Panky Three, but that's, nobody knows, like, nobody gave us that name. We gave ourselves that name. That's not.
1: Well, yeah, that's Anyway,
0: true. but they were stripped of their committee assignments. Their badge access was revoked. Um, and then they moved to vote to expel all three of them. So that's what happened.
1: So I had a lot of thoughts as this was happening mm-hmm. and and it... <sighs> so my thoughts was is heavy-handed right yeah. there's a lot of other ways that you could have handled it because technically they did <laughs> technically they did break a rule yes uh but the punishment Damn sure it doesn't fit the crime.
0: No, it severely uh, outweighs it.
1: And to me, this was yet another example of a group of, I hate to talk about race again, but I got to do it, a group of white men. And this was predominantly the people that brought this, the uh, expelling were white men. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you had the one, that one representative that was just basically lecturing. Yeah. Uh, The three of them about rules and not to talk out of turn. That's basically what he was saying. Don't talk Mm -hmm. out of turn. Mm -hmm. Stay in your place. Mm -hmm. That's the way I took it. Yeah. Then the votes came in and the two black guys were expelled and the white woman wasn't. Mm -hmm. And then this is where if I attacked right media, I'm going to attack left as well. They immediately started saying, well, this is a clear example of racism. And even she said it. Mm-hmm. But she was only not expelled by one vote. So all the votes were the same except for one person decide, no, nah, we shouldn't have her. No. So, so
0: actually, she was saved by one vote. She That's what I mean. That's what I said. But Justin Jones only received one Republican vote in his favor. Everyone else voted against him. So their votes were not the same. She was barely saved, but I'm feeling like there was probably some conversation in the background of like, okay, we got to make it look like (laughs) she's not going to make it, but like, we'll save her by one vote. Like that that to me is what it was given. We're definitely going to expel the Justins. Let's make it look like she's hanging on by a thread just so, like, optically
1: it doesn't look bad. So, but so we're still so, okay. her. You're saying, nah, it was still pretty racist, but they made it, they they did a backhand deal to make it seem like it wasn't that racist.
0: That's it what it's like, giving me. Mm-hmm. I don't, obviously, I don't have any insight It'll, into what's
1: going on in Tennessee. Hey, this is an unsolicited anybody. perspective.
0: My unsolicited perspective is there was probably some back, <laughs> we're not going to we're obviously not going to get rid of the white lady right right yeah it's okay so like <laughs> well i mean uh,
1: these people and and i'm going to say people in power okay mm-hmm. these people don't like anybody talking out of turn they don't like not like disrupting the status quo look this is what it is and they're not going to do anything as far as gun reform gun law reform because the NRA puts out gives out too much money
0: yeah Mike, well, that's and and Gloria Johnson actually brought that up when she had an opportunity during the hearing to um defend herself, right she she called out what was clear because I feel like yes, there is a racial issue here, but there's also a generational one, and yes. she called out what was a clear generational divide in the house that and she urged the law you know these older lawmakers you need to start embracing these more outspoken younger members because the Justins are the youngest members.
1: Yeah. They're in their twenties.
0: Yeah. They're in their, they're in their mid to late twenties. So they're the youngest members there. So, um, yeah, you got two things going on here. So you have this, Generational divide and also, like you stated, there's the racial divide also because in the rhetoric, right, that that kind of like don't speak out of turn. Mm-hmm. They, they said they were throwing temper tantrums, right, and things like that.
1: Which also has to do that could be race, racial based, mm-hmm. but also age based, right? Yeah. Like you, right. Th- that specific term, throwing temper tantrums. You equate that to something kids do. You don't say yeah. adults really throw temper tantrums. I do because adults do be throwing temper tantrums, but that's not something generally attached to an adult when you're giving a, the right. adjective of how somebody is acting that's older.
0: Right. So that's why I feel like it's both racial and generational because mm-hmm. what do you what did historically white men call black men but boy, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like this infantilization of the black man. Mm. So, uh,
1: uh, you know, why, why'd you go? Mm. Cause, cause I, cause I could see you, I could see you starting to get going. Oh, I could okay. see you starting to get going. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you throwing them, you you throwing them English major words. you're throwing them, them linguist words out there. I was like, oh, yeah. Jay about to go. So I, that's the reason why I was like, mm. it was just going to sit back. I wasn't going to say nothing. I was just going to let you go. I felt like I interrupted you, but keep going.
0: Yeah, it's it's but that was all I was going to say. It was this infantilization of the black man that I felt like was pretty clear in all the rhetoric that was going on there.
1: Yeah, so it's funny. I you know, I'm Gen X millennial borderline. They're starting to blend in Gen X and millennial at the as the same group. They 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 kind of I don't even even really hear millennial anymore. I just hear boomer, Gen X, Gen Z. But uh, whatever, I'm in that generation, you're in that generation, mm-hmm. right? People that are our age and older talk about the Gen Z as this, just this crazy group of people that just need to shut up because they don't know anything. And I think that maybe the dynamic of, of our generation at that age, yes, we weren't as knowledgeable as this Gen Z is because they have access to way more information. Yes. If we wanted to discover something, we really needed to go to the library and look at yeah. encyclopedias. Yeah. Right. They've grown up with basically an encyclopedia the in knowledge. their hand. Yeah. The world's knowledge at their fingertips. They are smarter mm-hmm. in certain aspects. They are smarter. They're more knowledgeable. They know about more things. Yeah. than we did. Now, them, their social skills, their interpersonal social skills, I don't know. But- I mean, they're
0: definitely more idealistic than we were. I mean, I say this all the time, millennials are traumatized. We we just grew up in a very turbulent, we were born in a turbulent time, we grew up in a turbulent time, and we're still living in a turbulent time. Like There was really, has not been a moment of respite
1: for the millennial not any want. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to think. In the 90s, a little bit. In the 90s, a little bit.
0: We were, we, there was war.
1: Nope. No, there wasn't. When was the Gulf well, War? Well, the Gulf War was like 91 but, 91, but that was like over. It was like 90, 91, 92, but it's like over after that.
0: Yeah, but I mean, we still knew, we still, there was still people in that. I mean, we were born during crack and AIDS. <laughs> right. um, I mean, my senior year of high school, the towers fell, so all my friends
1: went to war. But that's in the two thousand. I was talking specifically the nineties. Aside yeah, from the right. beginning, aside from the beginning, we we had a brief. I mean, besides Biggie and Pot getting killed, um, right. That was and, death. And, Kurt, and Kurt Cobain died. All right, never mind. We we didn't get.
0: Yeah, we did. All our all yeah, our yeah. people were dying. All, <laughs> yeah, like, that, all the people who were like we considered to be the voices of our generation kept dying. Yeah, like, they kept.
1: Like, yeah, you're right. Like, you're right. We
0: have not. We've just been surrounded by death. So I think that
1: uh,
0: Gen Z is growing up in a world with a lot of knowledge at their fingertips. And a lot of idealism where we're, where we're more, I don't want to say nihilistic, but we definitely are jaded. We're definitely disillusioned. We definitely think the world is a garbage fire. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's all those things. And so you've got like two camps, right? That's like, yeah, Gen Z, we love you guys that are out there going for it and fighting for, you know, equity out there. It was like, God bless y'all, and then you have another camp that's like, "Why don't these kids shut up?"
1: Mm-hmm. And 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 it's that camp that doesn't recognize that these kids, like when people talk, they attack Greta, and they're like, "She yeah. doesn't know anything about the environment." I'm like, "No." Yes, she, she knows is. way. She probably knows way more than what you know right now as a fully functional grown adult because you're just going off of what people are telling you. Right? They're like, hmm, that's what they said, but is it true? Pe- right now, when people get into arguments and debates, they Google it. Yeah. They find out. They grew up doing that. Yeah. We just started doing that. So yeah, yeah they're more knowledgeable. So. Yes, there's this dynamic. And and when I talk to people my age, they don't look fondly upon, they don't look at Gen Z like we do. Mm. Not all of them. There are some of them that look fondly upon the kids. But then at the same time, they look fondly upon the kids and they say, boy, I love their gusto and their determination and their drive. But sometimes they go a little too far. And, I, and both things can be true.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, both of those, yeah, like you said, both of those things can be true. We got to
1: cancel everybody all the time
0: we really don't guys and then like everybody sometimes calm down now this might get me canceled but you know right. what calm down
1: <laughs> every now and then you got to show some flex like yeah. there's got to be a little flex in life you can't there's be like, room to grow yeah you, change, you know to evolve right yes. people, people evolve like people change and it's Everyone- like no one's born woke. Like, uh, Hold on. We can't say that word because that's got a negative connotation. Yes, we can. Right. I'm reclaiming it. Reclaim it. Because, okay, we're detouring and I want to end talking about this because I think this is important since we brought up woke, mm-hmm. that Ron DeSantis mm-hmm. is now pushing for a six week ban on abortion. Now, why is that important? Well, if you listen to my interview with Doctor Danny, mm-hmm. you, you learned that most people don't even realize that they're pregnant until after the six weeks. So effectively,
0: which is exactly why they chose six that's weeks,
1: exactly. Yeah. Um, and it is the, it would be the strictest mm-hmm. bill in the U.S. And and you just pay attention to what he's doing down there in Florida. It's all this culture war politics. Yeah. But he's losing a lot of cases in court. Like, he's trying to pass these laws that just aren't getting... Like, people are suing and they're Mm -hmm. winning in court. So it's really all for show. It is for
0: show. And uh, a lot of it's unconstitutional. And it's also wildly unpopular. Mm -hmm. Even... In their base among voters, six-week bans these things are wildly unpopular. So a lot of it is just for show. This the vote in Tennessee ended up being for show, right? Because according to a reporting from Vox, you know both of them are back in their seats. They're in as interim. Representatives. I know
1: one was, but nope, did the other? They're both back. Okay, both um, back. Jones was
0: reinstated um, by Nashville Metropolitan Council unanimously on Monday. And then Pearson was reinstated by Shelby County Commission unanimously on Wednesday. Um, Jones has already been sworn back into his seat. Pearson will be sworn in this week, if not today. I can't remember. Um,
1: but these are, are interim now they have to they They're have interim. to yeah so they have to go back and and pay, and campaign for because they'll be in the a special, special election yeah, yeah.
0: so which ended up being for show. Not only that. Now they've got these overflowing war chests, right? Because this ended up getting na- national attention. And what's, going to, what's happening? Now they're getting donations coming in from influential Democrats. So um, that, inter- that special election run, they're going to be back in their seats. Like, <laughs> they're going to be back in their seats.
1: It's sooner or later, right-wing politicians that are extreme. Because uh, you have some Republicans who are not extreme, who don't get into the, the cultural war politics. I'm not mm-hmm. going to put that all in a Republican Party because that's just not true. It just seems that way because they're the loudest. But all this cultural war politics, at, at every turn, it's backfiring against them. And you would think if you keep taking L after L after L after L that you would stop it. Yeah, you would you would be like, well, we keep losing. This is in the right direction. But I I was listening to my boy uh, Mayor Pete the other day, and and I, and I say my boy, and some people are like, you rock with him sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I ain't got to like right. everybody. Yeah, you know, I ain't got to like everybody all the time. You know, right. I, I, I rock with him sometimes, and uh, he basically said the reason why some people the republican party are doing these cultural politics because they just don't have answers to the questions and so i would say when you're listening to politicians listen to what they speak are they double talking you what is double talking you double talking is when you ask somebody a question they don't answer the question they talk all around the question Mm -hmm. and it seems like what they said was was spitting facts no they were not politicians are king of this, right? They don't typically answer the questions. Right. They, they take a question and then they, they take it to another subject and and, and something like that. So are they double talking you or are they giving you the raw, real facts? Pay attention to the people that are giving you the raw, real facts. Whether you believe in it or not, they believe in what they're actually saying mm-hmm. and you could take them for their word. Those people that are double talking you, and that's just not on one side. It's on both sides. Those people that are double talking you, don't give them I was about to say S-H-I-T, but I'm, even yeah. though I'll be saying it's explicit anyway,
0: I can say yeah. shit.
1: They, they don't be saying shit.
0: Right. I mean, and that's that's the other issue that popped up with this, right? So on the surface, yes, it feels like the Justins ended up walking away from this situation in a better... It seemed like an own goal for the Republicans <laughs> in the House of of representatives in Tennessee, right? Like, because the Justins ended up much better off than they were when they started. But the issue that comes up is the precedent that this sets for other states that have super majorities, that they can just expel members that they don't like for whatever reason. It's, it's, it's a slippery slope to slip and slide down. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> Right. Cause that, so there is a real problem that popped up because of their decision to expel these, these two representatives simply because they didn't like what they were saying. And then it was an attempt to silence them. It's, It's a blatant attempt to suppress oppositional voices. And as long as we have, these issues with gerrymandering and these super majorities in these state houses, what else can, where does that stop? Like if we follow that through line, where does that stop? Knowledge.
1: All right, sis. So. As, as some listeners would say, we got real, so let's bring it back up. Let's, bring, <laughs> the, let's, let's the, make it light.
0: The condescension in your face
1: <laughs> and voice. No, but they're right. And I told them I, as they were saying this, I was like, you know, that's planned, right? You know, I, I do that. That's how I, I break out. this. I was like, do you think I just turn on the mics and just go? Sometimes. 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 sometimes <laughs> <do."> <laughs> so
0: the, yeah. I mean, the opening of the show, we were winging that. That was yeah. just-
1: but that's I typically plan for the opening of the show to be winging. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so. I was perusing Twitter, as I mm-hmm. like to do, while it's still a thing, because Elon Musk is driving that into the ground. NPR just said Are we out of here. But anyway, I was perusing Twitter and there was this tweet. Uh, this woman said, if there's four of us at a restaurant mm-hmm. and the bill is four hundred dollars then everybody's paying $100. No. And I said, the hell I am? No. What did I order? I'm King Chicken Finger. My best friend calls me, she, this is this is her exact words. That's despicable. Uh, uh, chicken fingers and wings. I love chicken fingers and wings. This is, this is her exact words. We were going out to a restaurant one time. We were going out to eat. And she was like, What are you gonna get? And I was like, I don't know, I'll probably get the chicken fingers. And she literally says to me, Children, cover your ears. She literally says to me, Won't you stop being a chick? I'm I, I having trouble getting it out. She said, Won't you stop being a chicken finger eating bitch?
0: <laughs> now that's a good friend. Because it's true. You're in a you're a grown man. You are a grown adult <laughs> eating chicken fingers. What? An adult has no business. In public, eating chicken fingers. Look, you just do all, that in the in the privacy of your own home. You don't, as an adult, <laughs> look dip and eat chicken fingers.
1: The honey mustard and the French fries on the side. Yes, I, I do. Like, hold on now. The reason why I typically end up doing that is because when we go out to restaurants and they have these extravagant dishes, I'm mm-hmm. like, look, I'm hungry, and I'm going to be spending my money, right. The last thing I want to do is get something I don't like because I'm not going to send it back because I've worked in the restaurant business for years. And that's just something that you don't do just because you right. didn't like it. Right. So I'm not, going, I'm not going to do that. That means I'm going to have wasted money and still be hungry. Mm-hmm. So I trust them chicken fingers. <laughs> but, but back to the original concept. I know I've gone out to dinner. It's the reason why I don't do big dinners and in, in groups anymore. Yeah. I don't do it. Yeah, but I've gone out to dinners and gotten screwed because Absolutely screwed. Yes, yeah, because people will sit. There. Matter of fact, I've gotten screwed with you and my brother. Um,
0: well, I, listen, it, to my credit, <laughs> I'm always very clear that I intend to spend nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I never hide that. No, never. there was I one time.
1: All right, one time at Mother's Day when we took to mom. It was me, you, our brother, mom.
0: I'd and never... my ex-wife mm-hmm.
1: and and the bill comes
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm saying, I, I told you and our brother, I was like, hey guys, don't worry. I got moms. You just got to take care of yours. And you was like, <laughs> you looked me dead in my face because you didn't tell me beforehand. You said, I ain't got no money. And I said, what? Mm-hmm. And then our brother looks at me too and was like, yeah, I ain't got no money. Meanwhile, y'all had ordered the buffet, and unlimited mimosas. Y'all was doing it up.
0: Yeah, we (laughs) are having a good
1: time. I remember she looked at me, my ex-wife looked at me, and she was like, I can't believe they did that to you. And I was like, I can believe it. They do it to me all the time. But that was a long time ago. A long time ago. Y'all have grown up since. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't do those large group dinners because you end up paying for other people's food. And what's jacked up is, is they know Mm -hmm. that that split, that even split, It's beneficial to them, but they won't stand up and say, no, I need to put in a little extra.
0: So as a professional black woman. Who has professional black women friends. I do a lot of big dinners. There's a lot of big dinners at whatever new Black-owned restaurant there is here in Atlanta that has hookah for some reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and none of these places split the bill. None of them. None of why? these places split the bill. There's always one check for the table. I don't know why. Um, So I actually went, I was uh, celebrating a friend. She's a uh, uh, small business owner. And she was celebrating six years of her business being open. And she invited us out to a dinner.
1: Congratulations to her.
0: Congratulations to her. And, uh, so obviously I'm going to go, I'm going to celebrate with my friend. I order my, you know, appetizer, my entree. I'm there with another friend of mine. Most of the other women, I don't know. Um, but I'm there with another friend of mine. She orders just an appetizer and a couple drinks. Right. Very, she spent maybe $40. Mm-hmm. The bill is like 1100 bucks, okay?
1: Because okay, it's a lot of y'all,
0: it's a lot of us, but that's not the only thing. Two of the women there ordered multiple entrees and entrees to go. Time out. Yeah, yeah. L- look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <If you can. laughs> and now, if you're just listening to the podcast, you don't see how wide my eyes are right now, but imagine two small saucers on somebody's face. That's how wide my eyes are right now. Okay. And this is
1: during pollen season, so that's that's a hell of a that's my a hell eyes, of a feat.
0: They are wide open. So I'm watching this, and I know this is probably one of those establishments. They ordered hookahs, everything. There was like two hookahs on the table and everything. Okay, everybody's getting drink. Drinks are flowing. I had my one drink because these drinks were like twenty two dollars or something stupid like that. Mm. So I had. Hook- how many people? At our table there was seven of us, but y'all ran many- up
1: an eleven hundred dollar tab
0: because these. Ha- <laughs> what part of? <laughs> They were ordering multiple entrees, I know, I know. And entrees to go. I know. Okay? About this <laughs> I, I can't. I I re- I can't stress this enough. <laughs> I don't know these women, <laughs> and I'm watching this happen, knowing that there's going to be one check that's coming to this table. Now the cool thing is, she prints out this one long check. That splits up by person. Everybody's total. Tax included. All you got to do is find which one is yours. See that grand total. I said, okay, y'all can cash at me and I'll pay the, I'll put the thing on my card.
1: That's rule number one.
0: Here's why. why. Because if I hadn't stepped up the way everybody was looking simple, (laughs) 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 because initially the thing was, hey, this is how much the bill is. We'll split it seven ways. Absolutely the hell not.
1: Who who suggested splitting it seven ways? The
0: ones that ordered the <laughs> entrees to go. First of all, one of the people who ordered the entree to go got up and left before the check even came.
1: Wow.
0: She cash out somebody some random amount of money and left. Was it enough to cover her bill? It was not. <laughs> okay, so I took control of the situation because I said absolutely not. Especially for my friend who was there, who literally only spent like forty dollars. There is no way I'm letting her walk out of here spending hundreds of dollars.
1: But you know whose responsibility it is. Yes, the one throwing the party.
0: Right. So there were two tables. She was not at the table when the bill came. She did come to me later and was like, I was going to take care of all of that. I just, and I was like, I I didn't know that you wanted to do that. I wanted, I was like, I could take that off your plate. That's no problem. I can wrangle and we'll figure out who owed me what. <laughs> Cause somebody owed me something. Okay. I'm leaving here with something.
1: <laughs> hey, you hit the tin cell. Hey, look. I'm leaving with something. I'm leaving with something.
0: Okay. (laughs) Somebody gonna make sure I walk out of here. No (laughs) way. No way. Because if the bill is 400 and there's four of us, but you spent 200 of that bill, there's no way that I'm coming out my pocket more money. It'd be one. And you know what? Actually, I don't know. A $400 bill for four people paid for everybody paid a 100. That's probably right.
1: Yeah, Not if you got chicken fingers.
0: Not if you got chicken fingers. And I don't think that it's like poor etiquette to say I'm going to pay for what I had. No. I don't think that that's poor <laughs> etiquette. I think that, yeah, if there's four of you, the bill's 400 If everyone is in agreement that we'll all just pay $100, that's fine. If really what I... Ordered with seventy five dollars, and I'm paying that extra twenty five. I'll count that as tax and tip.
1: Okay. Well, this situation,
0: you, this other you, situation so I had. So you
1: put so so so. Did no. you get all your money?
0: You damn right, I got them. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna figure that whole situation out. Well,
1: I was what gonna happened? make sure. What happened with the person that skipped out earlier that got the entrees to go feed our whole family?
0: There's an invention called the cell phone. And I called we got it straight. <laughs> Listen. No. <laughs> no. no! Don't do that yeah. to your friends. And also, don't do that to your friends. Yeah. You know, like, these the, the women at the table, they weren't my friends. I didn't know them. I, we were all there because we knew the host. Mm-hmm. But you know, don't I, I? can't, in good conscience, do that to people. Don't do that to people.
1: It's okay, and and don't be don't be going to a party with your friends, getting a whole bunch of food to go feed your family. Right. You know what? You could have you could have pulled the server aside and said, "Hey, I want to order some to, some food to go. Can we? Can you just start a, a new check for me to just do yeah. some food to go real fast? Like right. you could have done that. They knew what they was doing. Yeah. I don't I don't mean to throw nobody under the bus, but you knew what you was doing. You knew what you were doing. You was trying to run game. You should running a scam. You was trying to get a come up, but you didn't know you was <laughs> running into my sister, and she go get that money.
0: <laughs> Listen, okay. And if we do it again. I'm going to do the same thing. I don't
1: (laughs) don't know
0: if I'll get another invite. I don't know. But if I do, we're going to go through this all again. Everybody sit down.
1: You are so much dad's child. I I I told dad the other day, I was like, Jay, Jay's the son you always wanted. (laughs) Because the way she be out here in these streets, Jay don't play. So no. I, I I would have done something similar, but I wouldn't have took charge. Like, hey, everybody, pay me, because I'm not gonna be out here chasing these folks. Right. I just would have been like, look, there's mine. The rest of y'all got to figure it out. Yeah, the rest of y'all got to figure it out.
0: And uh, that's my that's my complex that I have. I didn't want. The host, my friend, to end up being on the hook for things. I'm like, she's over there. She's trying. She's at. She has a whole other table that she's trying to, you know, schmooze and go from table to table and make sure everybody's doing okay. Everybody's fine. Everybody has what they need and everything like that.
1: Let me corral this situation. You had to take that responsibility. She the one who wanted to throw the party. I know if I throw a party, <laughs> and that bell come. If I ain't wrangling everybody, then I'm gonna have to take care of that bill. Yeah. Second of all, I'm not doing that, right? <laughs> I'm not throwing no big party where we're gonna be sitting down at the table. I'm throwing a party at a bar. Yeah, if you want to get your food, you get your own food. <laughs> that's not on no bill.
0: That's the way to do it. I mean, the, I mean, these the big dinners at the restaurant. I get it, and that's and that's really very much part of the culture of Atlanta. Mm. Um, these dinner parties and and everything like that, but. First of all, everybody have some sort of cash app, Venmo, whatever. I can't stand the people like, I ain't got none of that. I don't trust that. Get it. (laughs) Ain't nobody nobody coming for you. (laughs) Get one of these money moving apps, okay? And
1: everybody, if you got a bank account, you got Zelle.
0: Yes. If you have a bank account, you have Zelle.
1: So So you can do that.
0: You got PayPal, something. Something where you can move this money. And so to one person... Who can pay? Who could drop their card and pay the bill?
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Jay, on that note,
0: I'm very fired to... up about that. Yeah,
1: I know. I know. We're gonna we're gonna carry this into the after hours uncensored. But on that note, what do you want to say to the people?
0: Always oh, pay forgetting. what you owe. Pay what you owe. Pay your fare.
1: Now, nah, Santa, you better pay what you owe. If you don't get that, that's from Boondocks. Watch some TV every once in a while. But on that note, on that note, I'm going to holler. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, out of 5,000.
0: We freedom. freedom over fame. We freedom over fame. The cycle stays the same. Freedom, freedom over fame.